What up, what up, what up? This is Jeb's Media Podcast. Welcome to Jeb's World. I am your host today. I am JoJo. Come on in, take a load off. Let's get acquainted or let's get reacquainted. Get that coffee, get that tea, get that wine, whatever you need to relax because it's all about self-care awareness in here. Because self-care is not selfish. It is a well-deserved, quote-unquote, me time. So be intentional and be deliberate and be conscious. For your mental, physical, and emotional well-being is dependent on you. Remember, this is a self-love zone. And today we're talking about becoming an emotional investor. I like that twist. A person funnels their emotional energy into anything over a substantial period of time. They are making an emotional investment. Becoming a wise emotional investor involves three steps. Finding one's purpose, dedicating time, and emotional resources to find it. And constant and constantly experimenting and evaluating. Spending time with the right people can definitely help someone make a better emotional investment. But first we say, what is an emotional investment? And how to become an emotional investor? You have to know what an emotional investment is. Emotional investment is when we focus our emotions in the form of our thoughts, feelings, and behaviors into anything that we hope over time will help us grow and sustain our emotional well-being. Emotional investing can be distinguished from emotional spending. Sometimes people look at those and put those two together. I don't because I'm not an emotional spender. To use a... I'm really not. I'm really not an emotional spender. Um, I don't spend enough sometimes. And sometimes that's not always good either. But anyway, that's what an emotional investor is. Okay? But like anything we want in life, we maximize our outcomes by focusing on the goal that we hope to achieve. And if sustained emotional well-being is our goal, then we improve our chances of achieving that goal by thinking of ourselves as emotional investors and focusing our efforts on people, interests, projects and activities that sustain and nurture us emotionally over the long haul all this goes entail when we think about our emotional here we're going to start with emotional investors how to become an emotional investor the first step is to recognize that much of our emotional well-being is based on understanding and building a sense of purpose having a sense of purpose provides a roadmap towards emotional well-being. It explains the things that matter most of, to most of us, you know, and where we would, in theory, want to invest emotionally. When we focus on our sense of purpose, 
We take control over our lifelong emotional well-being. This is because regardless of our life circumstances, the exception of different occurrences that happen in our life, our purpose cannot be taken from us. And there's a lot of things happen. Okay. Uh, oh, let's not even go back to 2019 with COVID. That happened to the whole world. That's something that happened. But even though it did, we still needed to still focus on us in order to get through those catastrophes. Okay. Uh, we can keep investing in our purpose over the course of our lives, even as our circumstances change. The next step is to understand how to put our emotions, thoughts, and our behaviors into action in order to achieve our purpose. Whatever path we choose to go on, that purpose into specific actions. Certain things you got to do in order to get that. We can now focus on our efforts on specific steps that emotional investing invests us in for a particular purpose. That's what you need to do. You need to focus on those things. Then we have, in the third step, it is in becoming an emotional investor is recognizing, recognizing that emotional investing is a process and it requires an ongoing exper- experimenting and an ongoing evaluation. It just don't do it one time and that's it when you invest. It's just like when you invest in, in money and stocks or whatever. You don't do it one time and that's it. If you do it one time and you definitely do good, you're gonna, you want to keep on and you might want to do something different or you might want to continue to do it the same way. If you're invested in something uh, as opposed to yourself and being uh, this emotional investor and you do good, you want to find out what it is that you did and you want to keep on and then you want to learn how to enhance it. That also helps. So, in the third step in becoming an emotional investor, it is recognizing that emotional investing is a process that requires an ongoing experimentation and evaluation. We may start out early in life believing that music is an important part of our purpose and we invest our efforts accordingly. But as time goes on, perhaps you recognize that music was just an expression of your broader purpose of artistic expression. We may decide that as time goes on, we want to invest in that purpose through fiction writing rather than music. So it's okay as you invest in an emotional investor. It's okay to change. So, but the key is to be self-compassionate and know this is the way I'm going to go. The key is being mindful of what's going on and don't just sweep it under the rug and don't get mad but to be more compassionate and say you know what I thought I wanted to go this route but now I've decided I want to go this route and I want to go a different route and it's okay it's okay to be aware of that that's what you call becoming an emotional investor investing of course in yourself and knowing this is what you want 
And it's okay once you do that. The good thing is that you realize it and you respond accordingly, okay? As we emotionally invest in our purpose, we want to continually check in to make sure that investing in our purpose is helping us develop our emotional well-being. One particular issue is that we rather, we generally don't have a single purpose in life, but rather different forces of our purposes. Thus, we need to make sure that the different forces don't conflict. Finally, in order to be strong, emotional investors, we want to build a community around us that supports our sense of purpose and our emotional well-being. Whatever it is that we find purpose in life, it is much more likely to translate into emotional well-being over time if we have people around us to support us. If we have people around us who understand us. If our perp and, and and if we have people around that understands our purpose and why we emotionally invest in that purpose, you need someone around you to not not yes sir every and yes ma'am everything you do, but want to be there and support you. Everybody that in your life don't necessarily agree with your walk of where you're going or your business that you're going to do or how you live your life. We as people, human beings, no one is perfect. We are imperfect, human, mortal, human beings. But it's always good to be there for the other person, the individual. You can agree to disagree. I might not uh, agree with what you're doing or how you're doing it, but I'm here to support you. And you got to have that with you. It's good to have that. One could even say that we need, a, need to emotionally invest in the right people. As we're building a relationship, that is so true. We can also ask ourselves the simple question, does this person understand and support my, my purpose in life? To be sure, not every person will understand or support your purpose in life. Everybody won't. But by examining your relationships through them lens to see where that person is, you have a better chance of getting the most return on your emotional investment over time. And who don't want a good return in their investments? Emotional investors becoming emotionally and uh, becoming an emotional investor and getting the right return on your investments, it's the people that's around you, that surround you on a day-to-day basis. You have to have people there that support you. They don't have to agree with everything. You don't have to agree with everything people say in order to support them. You got to have somebody that understands you. They don't have to agree with everything you say in order to understand where you're coming from you have to have a purpose and know your purpose they have to know your purpose they don't have to agree with it but just so long as if it it makes you happy and it's something that's good energy 
and it's something that makes you feel good, then they should be there for you emotionally to help you with your emotional, to become an emotionally uh, investor. That's what helps. Does this person understand and support my purpose in life? And if they don't, then it's probably not a good idea to have that person too close. Because one thing I learned in life, you got people and then you got people. You got some people that's closer to you. Then you got people in your life that even though they're in your life, they're not that close as far as making decisions and being there for you emotionally. It's okay. You don't have to be here. I also realized that in life, your circle of friends, and as I get older, your circle of family gets smaller. Everybody's not there to help you to get through the things. Everybody's not there to help you get a good return on your emotional investments over time. Some people, if you realize, if you figure out that they are not the one that's helping you with that, you need to let that one go. That's an investment that you definitely need to let go. I've learned that. And then sometimes, you know, there's some things you you, you have to learn over life. But like I said... By examining relationships, you have a better chance of getting the most return on your emotional investments over time. So, a question you ask yourself. How do you want to emotionally invest your life? That's a good question. That's a good question to leave with you guys. How do you want to emotionally invest in your life? How do you plan on doing that? Who do you plan on? Who do you plan on having there with you to do it? Who is it that you don't want to be there with you as you're doing it? Who is it? that you want to invest in or become investment with? How to become an emotional investor? How to invest your emotions in the right plan, in the right people, in the right places, and in the right area of your life? That's what it's all about anyway. Isn't that what it's all about? So how do you want, and I'm going to leave that question with you. How do you want to emotionally invest in your life? That's a good question. And I'm going to leave that with you guys. It's time for me to go. I really appreciate you guys. I appreciate you being here with me. Thank you. Thank you. And thank you. But before I go. I would like to let you know that here at Jeb's Media Podcast, we are paid. You heard right. A yes, $1 per show. So if you or someone else you know have something to say and you want to get paid to say it, drop a line at jebspodcast at gmail.com. 
leave the appropriate information and let them know that you too want to get paid. That's all I have for you guys today here at Lifestyle and Health Awareness. I need you to know that information is my pleasure. And if you have any topics or things on information in regards to your lifestyle and your health, drop me a line. Let me know. Because information is my pleasure. I'm out of here.